focusing on an emerging generation of kings. this morning we we'll receive your instructions we we'll receive your visions we we'll receive your visions we we'll receive your light we we'll walk in your light we we'll move in your light we do not make light of your light never change back but to become what you made us in the beginning the image of the son Jesus Christ in thought in deed and action in meditation and reflection and representation thank you Lord in Jesus name we've worshipped amen, amen. Amen. Please be seated. A couple of instructions, a couple of announcements and instructions. Be seated. The Lord told me to share this. Please tell those who are on the island to listen to the message and to listen to those instructions as in those who are on the island now who are working and setting up before the service that they need to listen to the message and they need to listen to this instructions. Let me see. Yeah, so some of you might need to write it down because you know sometimes you feel it's not me but it's not often I give instructions outside of the message right the Lord said some of you have been violating the principles that deliver the results you desire it's an instruction stop violating the principles that govern or deliver the results you desire. There are principles around your given, around spiritual intensity and consecration, around success in your relationship or relationships, around congregational value, resource. There are principles around it. And God said one of the major challenges some people in this house are faced is that you are consistently violating the principles that deliver the results you desire so you have hope that never delivers so the hope doesn't have the right backing to deliver on what you're hoping for because you're violating the principles number two the lord said take yourself and your life more seriously If you knew, if you really understood that every breath you take is one less breath, I hope you know there's going to be a sense of urgency about you. Come and talk to me. It's going to be a sense. God says there's a sense of urgency 
that your life requires a sense, not rush, because the difference between rushing and being prompt, but a level of promptness, a level of alertness, a level of responsiveness and responsibility. And I'll touch on a couple of them as I teach today. Number three, SGQ starts this Tuesday. It's a good place to clap and shout. If you like, take your life more seriously. <laughs> we have to learn to be visibly excited about the things that are eternally relevant. Let me tell you something. If I said Mr. A and Mr. B are getting married now, you know they're shouting. You know that marriage ends when one of them passes here. I hope you know. Jesus said there's no marriage in heaven. Bad news, sorry, good news. I remember one time, was it during Master Life, when Gio, missionary map, Gio asked me, Peter, how do we sort out this one? Do you remember? The Bible says there's no marriage in heaven. How far? I want to marry Duny forever and ever. Right? So we have to train ourselves to celebrate seasons of consecration, spiritual gifts, prophetic activations. Right? So, SGQ starts on Tuesday. <laughs> now, SGQ is the full meaning of spiritual growth quotient. Uh, sorry, spiritual growth quest, even though it increases your spiritual growth quotient. Yeah, it does. It actually, yeah, it's no, like I wrote the last year, right? <laughs> so, I was like, Peter, I just formed it. No, since last year. Amen. Right, so um, we're going to have 30 days of intentional spiritual sacrifices and consecrations. The timetable is going to be released now. It's not for everybody. It's for those who are committed because it's not a kind of thing, even though I want everybody to be a part of it. So there is a group. We're going to create the group and post the link on the general group. I think we still have the group from last year, but this is a new year. Amen. So we're going to create that. And then for, I think last year, we're about 150 or something. If we can get that same number, that would be great. Let me have it. That would be great. Or if we can be more than that, that would be fantastic. Thank you. We need to create our information card so we start using this. All right. Thank you. So that would be great. Um, what are we going to do? We're going to be fasting off food for some weeks, off setting foods, off social media. Is <laughs> the laughter for me. We're going to be praying corporately twice a day, 6 a.m. and 6 p.m. Yes, there's still Master Life for those who are doing Master Life. Yes, there's still midweek services. Amen. So you do 6 to 7, then 7 to 8.30 or 8.45. You will grow. Amen. Amen. How many of you know that some of you have been weighed down by the burdens of your carnality? So you need to shed some weight. Emotional weight, mental weight. Your mind has become clogged up with grease, complaining. Right? So you need to strip. Bible says the heart has waxed gross. That gross there is talking about fat. 
that's picking up stuff in the world. And you know they say concerning fat physically, the fat retains dirt, right? So spiritually as well, when you become excessively fat, spiritually, the things that you should not retain, bitterness, strife, envy, unforgiveness, worry, cares, they're there. So we need to burn it. For you to burn it, you have to do cardio, uh -huh, planking, some lift some dumbbells. I'm going to be reading three chapters of the Bible every day. Amen. People don't sound excited about this again. We end up covering about 15 books of the Bible last year for those who were faithful. So, if you're interested, um, once we post that announcement tonight, jump on the group, jump on the group, jump. We're going to drive the throw tomorrow. Thursday, we start our King's Kitchen. The first food donation drive. Now, we need partners, we need volunteers, we need people who are going to be sponsoring meals. It's going to take about a thousand hours to sponsor a meal. So, one of you can commit to sponsor five meals a month, ten meals a month, and you want to do it for six months or one year. However, the Lord leads you. We have forms, right? Where's Kenneth? Do we have some forms? All right. If you would like to have that form, can you raise your hand? Just want to have the form. Yeah, there's some hands now. Let's do, the, let's do that immediately. Come on. See, hands are up now. Where are the forms? Google form. All right. Do you have the short link? Let's have the short link. And then you can post it on the group so people can see that on the group. I think that everybody should sponsor at least, at least two meals in a month. At least. Right? Because I don't think there's anybody here who lives on less than 2,000 euro per day. I don't think so. Um, and if you do, please let's talk because you can't be listening to messages like this and you're living on less than 2,000 naira. Amen. All right, let's go into the teaching. I can already see I wouldn't be able to cover the five points I had for this first service. Who knows? The Lord does wonders. How are the teachings going so far? Can you give us a, a, a key scripture? Key scripture, but we're going to pick it from verse. 16 to 18, 2 Corinthians 4, 16 to 18, 2 Corinthians 4, 16 to 18. Do we have it? Media, if it can help us this morning, that will be great. Let me read alone for time's sake and it will run. Therefore, we do not lose heart, even though our outward man is perishing, yet the inward man is being renewed. How often? Day by day. Why? For our light affliction, which is but for a moment, is working for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. While we do not look at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporary but the things which are not seen are eternal so we looked at a couple of reasons why the pressure might be getting worse a long list if you can give us that list on the board on the <laughs> am i a 1995 preacher on the <laughs> on digital screen 
We give us a couple of reasons why the pressure might be getting worse apart from the sense of pressure on all of us. So number one, it could be that the pressure is getting worse because you don't know the, why the pressure is getting worse. Number two, you're using vanity metrics to gauge your progress in life. Number three, your theology is inaccurate or incomplete. Number four, God's hand is upon your life. Number five, you forget that this is not the place. There's a common age of perfect beauty where there are no tears, where there's no shame, where there's no crisis. Why do they keep increasing the time? They should be reducing the time, actually. It should be less than 30 minutes now. They've kept on increasing my time. That's a very bad idea. Because even when you're reducing it, my subconscious mind is increasing. They've increased to 50. <laughs> People want to leave by 1 p.m. today. <laughs> help me. Help me to help us. Build a support system around. Amen. I was going to say my infirmity. <laughs> Number four, God's, God's hand is upon your life. Number, sorry, number five, God's hands upon your life. Number six, you don't give others Wednesday who love the Wednesday. What kind of fake clap is that? Who loved, who's loving the Wednesday teachings? Number six, I saw a couple of things and some of your updates are like, oh yeah, you guys are getting it. Number six, you don't give others enough grace. Number seven, you don't give yourself enough grace. Remember the story of Jonah? Number eight, you're comparing yourself to others and competing with people who don't care or who may not even know you exist. Number nine, you have exaggerated expectations and bogus desires, false burdens and aspirations that are not from God. Number 10, your appetites exceed your assets. So the <laughs> number 11, let's go. I was hoping to get from number 11 to number 15 or number 16 in the service. Let's see how far I can go. Number 11, maybe the pressure is getting worse because your dreams exceed your disciplines. And your cravings exceed your consecration. Peter said this is the crux. <laughs> maybe your dreams exceed your disciplines and your cravings exceed your consecration. And we can break this down in different ways, but let's take our case study from Joseph. From Joseph, we begin the siege, Genesis 37, 5 to 9. Now Joseph had a dream, and he told it to his brothers, and they hated him even more. So he said to them, please hear this dream, which I have dreamed. There we were, binding sheaves in the field. Then behold, my sheaf arose and also stood upright and indeed your sheep stood all around all around all around everywhere I look your sheep are bowing down Joseph was singing that song long before it was written he said your sheaves bow down to my sheep now this is not like a Yoruba person trying to call chief here That's the tribe of my body, so I can be decent my tribe. It's a describe, not a distribe. And his brother said to him, Shall you indeed reign over us? 
or shall you indeed have dominion over us? So they hated him even more for his dreams and for his words. Distinction. Dreams and words. Dreams and words. Dreams and words. Your dreams show me your possibilities. Your words show me your discipline. Your dreams can show me your potential. Your words tell me whether you have sense or not. They said, look at the horse. A little bridle on its mouth drives it everywhere. So the horse can have great potential, but what determines where it's going to land is not the horsepower. It's the direction of the bridle. Come on. Which means that you can have a great destiny in God if your discipline is not aligned with your destiny. That means you That means you're going to stay in that place. Are you there? So, so you won't tay. Even if you're not Ghanaian, it can be a tete. <laughs> and that's Frank. Uh. How many of us have dreams? Raise your hand. You have dreams? Come on, let's be bold about it. Shout out your dream. Whatever your dream is, shout it. International speaker, sold out coach and conferences. And real estate qualified. Developer of what? Real estate. Is that a dream? Qualify it. What kind of developer? Give us Wednesday night voice vibes. Oh, it was a Thursday. It was a Thursday. Tribes vibes. Right? Shout it. Shout it. What are your dreams? No dreams here. You're not even sure. Are you seeing some of the issues we're having now? Are you seeing? Because see, faith needs an assignment, right? See, if someone is asking your dreams, and yeah, normally, does it mean you're not, like, you don't have a target goals? To go to Caltech. That's not Calabar Tech. Uh-huh. Is that the dream? All right, okay. U.S. President. Ask for dreams. Education. That's not a dream. Now that's a dream. Minister of Finance, Nigeria. Biggest beauty place in Africa. So if you say enter consultant, what kind? Real estate developer, what kind? Where? Top five marriage counselors in Africa. I'm upgrading that in the world. What's your dream? Let's talk. A hair. Global artistic hair person. All right, we'll figure it out as we go. Those are the back. They don't have dreams.
globally recognized as a top fashion designer. Now, see, this exercise is giving me a lot of concern. But it's good. That's why it's good to ask questions. That means many of us have not written. So it's not even clear to us. So when we're asking even amongst our spiritual siblings, we can't even articulate. How can you even have confidence amongst your enemies? Are we getting this now? This part, now I understand why God said, tell them to take their lives more seriously. That means that not enough people are documenting, distilling, writing. Possibly means everybody's just waiting for a Sunday fix. Pew, excited. But then there's nothing documented, written. Like people should literally go to their Evernote or their iPhone and pull out and read it out. Or sh- can, can we talk? Okay. A lack of confidence. Okay. I hope that's it. But I, I'm not convinced that's it. For some people, possibly. So, without even dealing with dreams, I'm not even sure that we should talk about discipline now. Maybe I should use my shepherding uh, prerogative to change. Because why am I talking about disciplines when your dreams are not clear? Do you understand? Do, do, you see, do you see why a lot, of, a lot of things don't get done? Because people say they are praying, but they don't have a picture of the expectation. The exposure. Are, are you seeing that? All right, let's write down. Right. Exercise. This one, I'm not speaking. I'm... I'm your life must be better. So do you know it's even better for you to have a wrong dream written? So that we can look at it and say this is wrong. Now for us to assume you know what you're doing. You know it's easy for everybody to just look nice. Some people look like they know what they're doing. And where they're going. But you ask what's your dream? The oil has finished. Write it down. Yes, what's your dream? Another way of what's your dream was what do you see? What's the big picture? So for example, what's my big dream in this life? My big dream is one billion souls. That's the big dream. Inside that dream, there are so many subsets of of that. Raising one million disciples, that's a big dream. Writing over a hundred books in my lifetime, that's a big dream. I'm I'm 10% into that. That's a big dream. So, I'm not talking about the articulation, but it needs to be clear to your mind. So that when you're saying it, there's a level of confidence and boldness. To have king's hubs in every local government, particularly in Africa, it's a dream that I have. And king's hubs are not just supposed to be for Sunday, they're supposed to be life centers. Are we here? If I want to be professional, I'll just go to my notes. But I care more about you than preaching another nice message that will not land because people don't have the handles to process it. Are you getting it? If you lack the confidence to share your dream amongst your friends and your siblings, you've already lost the battle amongst the haters. And part of the challenges we're beginning to see is that many of us are wasting our hatred. Is that David? It's good to see you, David. How are you? Many of us are wasting our hatred. You're hating on people 
or you were, you're no longer doing that. You were hating on people who have well-articulated dreams, documented goals and visions and are running with it. And you're struggling to articulate yours and you're expecting the same results when God said God cannot be mocked. At every time in your life, I can show you my notes, you must have your 5 to 10 goals every time in your life. Are we getting that? Are we getting that? Leadership team, how many, what were, the, what were the priorities that we had for this year? What were the priorities we had for this year? Leadership team. How many did I give you? For kings. Share with the leadership team. Number of priorities I gave us. Four priorities. What are they? See why it's good to ask questions. You know what? Some of the speed you need is in the clarity, is hidden in the clarity you lack. Do you know what that means? The speed you're praying to have, you don't have it because you're not clear. Do you get that? So, if I ask you what's your dream and you struggle with it, that means when somebody asks you where do you need help, you either not know or you ask for the help that is below the possibilities of what you can get from that person. Does it make sense? Should I say it again? Is that what, is that what, is that what it means? You're recording. Okay, so there's hand motion. See, it's more important to me that you grow now, for me to share what I spent hours preparing. Let me share from the Bible. God said to Abraham, As far as your eyes can, so God's promise does not exclude human technology. The technology of man is that man must see it for him to have it. So if man does not see it, even though God has said it, that man will struggle to even recognize it or recognize the pathway to it. Says, so seeing that I will make Abraham a mighty nation. Joseph, he saw a dream. Moses, he saw a burning bush and then he saw a liberated Israel. You need a picture for it to feature. It's not just rhymes. It's the technology of your soul. Let me give you an example. How many of you know that your soul does not really understand anything until it has a picture for it? I hope you know that. Do you know that? You know, if I say snake, you can never be irritated by the snake until you have a picture first. Are you aware of that? Rotten food. Those who are scared of dogs, a dog, you can't be scared of it until you imagine it first. Is that so? Let me use another example. Everything you hear, for it to make sense to you or for you to be comfortable with it, 
your soul has to convert it into a picture. So let me use this example. How many of you know that when you're listening to somebody on a podcast or radio that you've never seen before, your soul draws references from the subconscious and your history and your past and creates an image of what you think the person looks like? Now, how many of you have now discovered that sometimes you see some OAPs and their voices are way finer than their faces? I refuse to mention names. Their primary gift is not their face, it's their voice. And in some cases, you may not be able to call their faces their gift. Might be at best support gift. Or just face. Now, you know, sometimes you see, you see the person doesn't look like the voice. So how did you create that picture? You drew inferences from your experiences. So why does God speak his words to you over and over and over? He speaks the word so that you can conform to the image of his son. You have changed my message. Go to Colossians 1. Let me show you something from verse 14. 15 maybe. I'm very concerned. So all this shouting, hollering, clapping. Verse 14, please, media. 14, 15. In whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins. We have forgiveness of sins. Verse 15. He is what? Because God knows that the man that I have made, the only way he can relate with the invisible realm is through what? Images. The technology of man requires pictures to interface with the spirit realm. So all through the Bible, there are pictures. The serpent is a picture. The garden is a picture. The dragon is a picture. I saw the devil fall like. That's a simile. It's a picture. Like what? Lightning. Everybody's seen it before. Right? From heaven. I saw heavenly Jerusalem descending from God. Joshua, see. Look at anybody see if God will see it. So if you don't have a picture for it, you cannot possess it. It took 400 years of image blueprinting in generations of Israelites before they could enter the promised land. What took time was not the land. What took time was the imaging. The moment the image forms fully in your heart, you reproduce it in your life. So Paul said, my labor is I'm traveling until what? Christ. Who is Christ? Until the image is formed in you. If you ever struggle with an addiction, the hardest thing was not to break it. The hardest thing was the image of the free you to be formed in you. 
If you are clapping, clap well. If you don't want to clap, it's okay. But this group, we must grow. You can be playing games. So meditation, what is meditation? It's image blueprinting. That's why just reading the Bible, it's not going to do it. It's in meditation that the impressions of the Spirit of God are being transplanted into your subconscious mind, which is what you call your heart. As a man thinks in his heart, so he is. So this is not abuse. Your external life is literally a physical manifestation of your deepest images. That's what it is. Whoever did this in, in primary school, where you had a coin, fifty cobble coin, or t- I don't know how many of you, how many of you had lived in the days of coins? Anybody coins? Coin days? Two naira, one naira. So you put that coin right. It had palm tree and granite or whatever. Then you shade it. Then by shading, the image on the coin now forms on. That is what God is trying to do with Christ in you. The hope of glory. God is not trying to shade you. He's trying to shade you. Just placing that paper on the coin will not give it its image. Shade. Are we here? Shade. Make some effort. Make some moves. <laughs> Where do I even now start from now? <laughs> Say, I'm praying, I'm praying. You are not praying. Because you know what? Prayer, for it to be effectual, requires an image. So I say, eh. Mark 11. Whatsoever things you desire. What's desire? Desire. In Kotoba, desire. What you desire. What has a shape, a form, an image. You cannot desire Chuankwaha. There's no image for Chuankwaha. Do you understand? So, prayer does not stand until the will of God is known. And the image of that will is conceived. Let's <laughs> so I've not been praying all these years largely. So I've gotten some answers. The mercy of God. You've been praying, but you've not been praying as effectual as, as you showed. It said you pray, but you have not because you pray amiss. So you can pray, but you're missing certain things. So you've been praying, but not as effectively. Are we here? There's a reason Jesus said when you pray, go into your room. Restrict number of distractions and images you are having. And conceive the image of a secret place. Are you getting this? I can pray on the go. You will also pray amiss. A lot on the go. Because there will be a lot of interruptions, notifications, disruptions. Are we here? And sometimes the image of a girl will stand between you and the image of Christ. Sissy sheep. 
The what? Thank God is trying to shape you. <laughs> this is serious. It's so deep. You know, that's why, please don't assume that you know. Whenever something is not working, like I'm doing everything, there is, let me tell you one of my biggest obsessions about the last 18 months, or more so in the last six months. If anybody's doing anything phenomenal and great, I'm not really impressed by what they're doing on stage. I want to know your back end. Because that's where the power is. If you copy somebody, you copy an actor on stage, you're going to make a mess of what you're doing. You need to understand the psychology of acting. Because acting is acting like you're not acting. Because if you act as if you are acting, then you are not acting. You mean me. Will now move. You have pregnanted Falakemi three times in one year. I don't know. I don't know. What, what, what are we going to do to help this particular situation? No, seriously. Let me show you from Jesus. The word says, Who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, which means the image you have is what sponsors your endurance in life. Because if I know where I'm going, I am not weighed down by what is around me that does not look like where I'm going. I just keep moving. But if every time I stop, it means that the image of my destination is not convincing or clear enough. So discouragement is easier when the image is not formed. Do you get it? Why was God telling them, I'm taking you to the land filled with milk and honey? Because he had to change the blueprint. The blueprint they had, they did not own land. They did not have honey. They had bees. They did not have milk. They had cows. The land that they were coming from, they were slaves. God said, I've made a promise to them, but I need to help their minds. So Paul said, I beseech you, brethren, by the mercy of God, present your body, that's great, a living sacrifice, holiness unto God. This is your reasonable worship. He said, do not be, do not be, Conformed, media help us, but be ye transformed by what? The renewing of your mind. Now look at this. Somebody said, I tried this one, it did not work. I tried this one, it did not work. I tried that one, it did not work. Have you noticed that the common denominator in the three is you? The situations are different, but it's you that was there. Because wherever you go, there you are. I think Dr. Seuss said that first. You are the person. Are you getting that? So by the time you've done something the second, the third time, and there is a failure, a breakdown, a disappointment, pause. What blueprint is producing this? telling you and it's very you know the hardest person to confront is yourself 
But the Bible says that he that conquers himself is greater than one who conquers a city. And that should be easy to believe because in Matthew he said a city that is set upon a hill cannot be hidden. So when you conquer yourself, you've actually already conquered a city. Is the mm for me. Please don't let it end with mm. God help me. God, good, 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 help me. Good, 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 help me. God said, I live in you, but you're wasting me. See, renewing your mind is a full time job. Because messing it up has taken lifelong. Thinking that a millionaire is a lot of money. Such a mess. And it's taken 20 years of your life to become deeply seated. So you've got to now sit with God. Do you understand that? Believing that God cannot heal that sickness is a mess. You now have to sit with God. And see, let's go back to Colossians 1. I need to be going to the island now. Colossians 1. In whom we have redemption through his blood. That's settled, right? Yes, sir. That's settled, right? Yes, sir. Forgiveness of sins. So, let me just say this. I think I've said it before. Don't ever let the devil convince you that it's because there's sin in your life that certain things are not working. Now, one of the points I'm going to share in the second service is that yes, disobedience can bring about a delay or intensify the pressure. But disobedience does not disqualify you from your inheritance. <laughs> it delays your ability to access it. And even that in and of itself is the mercy of God. Some delays are a function of the mercy of God. Because a certain level of character and consecration, the dimensions of your inheritance require If I'm talking, respond. So, even when God holds stuff back, is mercy. Because he knows that your current form, if I throw it into the depths of the ocean, so forgiveness of sins guaranteed. You have faith in Christ, you've repented, you've turned away from your wicked ways, you've received the life of Jesus. But verse 15 says, he is the image of the invisible God so you can relate with the invisible realm without images now how many of you know that when people are losing their minds they start seeing things that no other person can see so what is really hallucination or hysteria or the deliria, delirium delirium delusion images and sometimes sounds Right? So if you start talking to things that are not there, similar to when somebody is drunk, then the drunk person. So Paul says, should not be drunk with wine, wearing his exes, but we filled with the spirit. So the same way a drunk person will see images that are not there, when you're filled with the Holy Spirit, you start seeing things that carnal men cannot see. So 
people will ask you why are you confident in the face of opposition because I can see my victory because I can see a brighter and a better day because I can see me coming through this with a testimony because I know that this will work for my deliverance by the prayers of the saints and the supply of the spirit I know that all things are working together for my good because I love God and I'm called according to his purposes high five yourself and say Danny change the image I could really preach that but I really want you guys to get it because it's paining me you gotta have the images now look at this he is the image of the and he's the what over so the firstborn is the so the first thing you have to birth in creation is images so you can create anything except you first of all create the because every other thing will respond to the You want a million dollars, where's your image? I have certain checks I write to myself every year. Checks that if I present that time I'm writing it to bounce. But usually somewhere between 18 months to 24, sometimes even 27 months, the money materializes. It's a psychological tool. Okay, who made the psyche? Who made the mind? Is there no reason why said Abraham, look at the stars? Right? Come out of your tent, look at the stars. So shall your children be your creation, your procreation will conform to the image. How a church changed their pastor's message. But is this helping somebody? Write yourself those checks. Cut out pictures. Meditate and muse. The people of the world will call it manifesting, which is a language you should not really use because that then means that you are sort of like taking control. But really what it is, is what they are doing. Only that they are doing it by willpower or satanic manifestations. Or satanic, are you getting that? But Jesus says, children of this world are wiser in their day. That day is their body of light. <laughs> their body of knowledge. Because what rules the day is light. They are wiser at engaging their tools of insight. Their tools of light. And the children of the light. Okay, tribal assignments. Thank you. So, let's start with that. This, this Thursday on the tribes... I need to close now on the tribes. If you're not a member of the tribe, please, please stand, everybody. Please stand. Um, 
If you're not a member of a tribe, if you don't even know what the tribe is, that means you're not a member. Just stand. If you are not a member of a tribe, tribe leaders, please come to the front. It's like pastoral care Sunday morning. Tribe leaders, come to the front. If you're not a member of any tribe, please stand. You're not a member of a tribe. Yeah. Yeah. Die, you're not a member of a tribe. David, if you don't know what a tribe is, you're not a member. So please stand. Thank you very much. The Lord bless your spirits. So we have five tribes, right? Do we have five tribes? We have the the creatives, business, career professionals, social impact, and tech tribes. We have five tribes. And basically what we do is that we meet on Thursdays four weeks. We're going to run four weeks throughout November. Then we're going to take a break for about a month in December. Then we'll kickstart again in the new year. It's online, right? So you can be a part of it from anywhere in the world. If you travel or if you're out of town or something. It's usually an hour, an hour, 15 minutes, and then around of an hour, 15, hour, 20 minutes thereabout. It's conversational, and it's going to help you apply many of the things that we teach on Sundays or even beyond Sundays in your particular field. So I want everybody who's standing to please join a tribe, okay? At least give us the opportunity to engage you. If you join on Thursday and you just don't like it, you have my own permission to say I'm out. Okay? So, what tribe would you like to join? If you'd like to join the tech tribe, if you're in the tech space, you want to join the tech tribe, can you raise your hand? Can you raise your hand? Can, can you raise your hand? Tech, all right. Are you seeing? Are you looking at you guys? Can you raise your hand? Tech, beautiful, beautiful. Can you raise it a little higher so we can see? Awesome, awesome. Can you see that? Did you see them? How many people do you have? There? You see, there are four actually. There are four. All right, creatives, you want to join the creative tribe. All right, beautiful. Where are the creative people? You see those hands? There's someone, a gentleman over there as well, who's engaging the creative people because the leaders that you are? Who's engaging? Come on. All right. All right, because of time, I'm going to need to run because I need to be on the island. For those of you who can, PLC, come and take this over. Let's recruit everybody into the tribes. Now, many of you still need a lot of food, spiritual food. No, I want it done now, please. Yes. Now, you still love spiritual food. Wait for second service. I will teach then. If I just wanted to gloss over my... See... I want you to know something. I have a lot to teach, a lot to share. There's a lot I know that I don't even talk about. But one of my greatest delights is that people get it and that people are working with it. So if it means I need to start slowing down to just teach like this, I will. But you cannot be in this kind of atmosphere and you don't have substantial fruit and traction and mileage and at this point, I almost want to challenge not just the pastors and ministers, those of you who've been around from the beginning and you've seen the translation of these invisible things. Let me ask, before we do anything in Kings, what was the first thing I do? What's the first thing I do? I say, pardon? 
I cast the vision. Then what do I do? What's the next thing? No, before, before asking questions, what do I do? I show you a picture. Maybe a slide or picture or the physical space. This is how it happens. <laughs> this is how it happens. So a lot of believers have mansions and treasures and healing graces and virtues in heaven, but it's still invisible. For the visible, invisible to become visible, you must. You must too have images. So the tribes this, this week, let's discuss our images. What do you see? What are the pictures in your heart? And then you write them down. Document them. Those are the things you take to God in prayer. And when you're praying, see, I hardly, I hardly, hardly pray. Ask my wife. Do, I, do you see me praying a lot without holding device? I'm writing. Because I'll stand up on my watch and I will to see what it will say. So as I'm saying it, I'm imaging it. I'm going to write prompts. I have notes from 10 years ago. This is a technology of the soul. And when you place it under God, you utilize it under God, look at what it said. Now unto him who is able to do exceeding abundantly far above all we can. Ephesians 3.20. Give me that. Ephesians 3.20. 3.20. Now Him. Give me the one that says imagine. Ask or NIV or NLT. So ask or imagine. Or KJV maybe. Media receive speed in Jesus name. Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we can Ask or I really want you guys to see it because I'm speaking about images, so see it. There are other things you can do, right? Take a tour, NIV, take a tour into your future, go into environments that look like where God is taking you to. God caused them to spite the land before He gave them possession of the land. It's difficult for you to possess something you have not taken a tour into. Imagine is what I'm looking for. NIV. What you can ask or imagine. Message says, more than you can ever imagine or guess. No, I want to ask or imagine. It's NIV. Oh, you don't have it. Okay. What does KJV say? Does it say ask or think? Now I said ask or imagine according pardon? Ask or think. According to his power that is at work. What many believers use is the ask. But how many of you know that what you can ask for can also be limited by what you can imagine? Because you can meet somebody and ask him for 200,000 naira because you just didn't imagine that they were a billionaire. So, your requests 
or rather your answers to prayer are the mercy of your asking but your asking is oftentimes at the mercy of your imagination and imagine is to image in Lord give my sons and daughters understanding and let them walk in it with power and capacity pray that this morning will not just be a time of discourse but it becomes a revolutionary reference point in your life where you go on an imaging rampage under the governance of the spirit of God and you begin to blueprint the promises of God thank you father Jesus name of prayed Pianti, please complete the um distribution the generation is rising on an emerging generation of kings to join this growing community of kings visit www.kingdomcentral.org and send your full name and email address to 0908-123-4566. One more thing, someone you know needs this. Kindly share this how.